Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is SamLit64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside. As an I want to the rules guru. And Steve the American Killjoy. And we're here for the tenth episode of BattleBots 2019. We have our guests this week. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name is uh, Jeroen. I'm uh, a team member this year from uh, Team Petunia. You are indeed, and you, as you said, you, you've been a uh, you've been around for a while now. Obviously, you, you've you I think you featured uh, in the classic Robot Wars with Gravity, and obviously the re reboots every series. I think you were there. Um, for, yeah. I think you were there for all three series, weren't you? Yeah, it's my thing uh, to uh, be on so many teams as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, reality last year, yep. uh, Petunia this year, and series ten. I only did. I did my own robot, uh, the Bash. Yes. Yeah, uh, that, that was only for the international one. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was uh, on the Cobra team, and before that, on the Tough as Nails team, and before that, on the Gravity team. So you just you just collecting team memorabilia at this point. <laughs> How many t-shirts have you also got from also with, uh, <laughs> with V3. V3, oh, yeah, the Dutch robots. Can't forget that bad boy. Yeah, yeah the Dutch voice I did uh, also Impact and Xbox. And, uh, well, it was not V3. It was Square Root 3 Square something. Oh. <laughs> but it was too difficult, <laughs> so we, we named it V3. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair enough. It's fair enough. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, you are with Petunia this year. Yes. Um, how, how did you find working with... Um, with Misha, obviously, compared to you've obviously you've got a lot of experience with a lot of the different uh, European teams at this point. You know, how, how did you find working with uh, with that team? Uh, it was very fun. I, I knew the team well. I knew Misha ever since uh, Robot Wars became a thing in the Netherlands. Yeah. So uh, like uh, around 2000, and um, well, we did stuff together, but not never built a real robot together. And I think my expertise in the show and in design and in electronics really fit in the team. So Misha is the designer of the robot itself. He, he designs it uh, basically uh, like uh, he does for his job. He's a model maker. So he makes uh, model houses and stuff like that. And uh, the first version of Petunia is all wood. And, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and I helped him uh, when that design was ready. I made it 3D, so we could order the parts and have it uh, laser cut and bent. And well, Misha is great fun. Uh, Ralph is great fun. So I really enjoyed myself in uh, BattleBots and the builds. It was uh, hard work, but uh, really fun. Good. That's, and that's, that's what counts, right? You know, it has to be uh, has to be fun. What's the point of doing it, sort of thing? Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, we will get to your fight in a minute, but. Um, Obviously, you've you've been part of so many teams. Obviously, throughout, uh, particularly the last few years, you know, in different teams for Robot Wars and BattleBots, respectively. But um, have you ever been tempted to take something to BattleBots yourself? I think you made a. It was a really great set of posts you made. Um, I can't remember when it was. It was a few couple of weeks ago now. But I think there was a great segment where you were saying, you know, he had something designed ready to go. What like have you ever been tempted to revisit that? Um. Well, for BattleBots, it's uh, it's really a team effort. It's yeah. it's such a big thing, and you have to build so fast. Uh, you have a short lead time uh, when you know you're on it. So uh, mostly, you don't spend money on the robot before you know it's uh, it's finalized. Yeah. Um, so for BattleBots, no, uh, I'm on Team Petunia, Team PCP, and I'm here to stay <laughs> as long as BattleBots will have us because that was great fun. Uh, if Robot Wars would come back. I think I would uh, submit a re-redesign of Gravity because oh, really? after 
after Series 7 uh, WJ, he built the new graffiti. And I bought that version of him, improved it. I did some live events, but it's a while back now. Uh, I mean, the last version got basically destroyed by uh, Thor. And stuff got banned a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was planning a rebuild, and I was rebuilding it for the new series of Robot Wars, expecting to be invited. But, well, I forgot today. I had so many flippers already that I didn't really make a, yeah, I had a chance. And then everything happened, and it's still in a rebuild phase in my shop. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll, we'll see it. It'll be, it'll be great to see. Yeah, Gravity is obviously a bit of a legend over these these parts. But um, anyway, should we crack on with the actual episode itself? Absolutely. So obviously we start off with your own yourself. Um, yes. <laughs> obviously you're used to flippers. Um, how does, <laughs> Maybe how not does, like this. <laughs> yeah, how does Hydra compare to like you know obviously you've obviously worked with gravity quite a lot over the years you know how, how does hydra compare as a flipper to like that you know the pneumatic style flippers over here uh, there's no uh, com- you can't compare it uh, with uh, with, with a, a co2 flipper this system is is next level uh, they posted the test video i think half a year ago and uh, half a year before the show even was on and you only could see something flying and I was like, oh, they did it. <laughs> they made a hydraulic <laughs> flipper. <laughs> and uh, when well, they arrived, the robot was open. So I asked around uh, if I could see inside. And they explained the system. And it's brilliant. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's next level engineering. And they did the thing that was necessary for making hydraulics like really fast. I mean, uh, uh, Quantum has a, a fast closing beak. We also are working on it, but it hasn't showed in the in the series. But um, yeah, this is like instantly open with all that force. And well, uh, leading up to the fight, we have seen what it done to other robots. So we were pretty sure we were not going to win this one. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a shame because obviously I think I think you um, obviously pursued doing so well last season. I think you know end up beating. Rotator, who obviously went on to be top eight, I think has really hurt Petunia this year in the sense that they've fought quite high standard of opposition throughout. Mm. Um, obviously, getting to Hydra, um, Hydra was just on fire. Like obviously, a bit of miss, you know, miss timing at the start. Obviously, you know, you got to get your eye in. But as soon as I think Jake got, got straight under and the first real flip where you go flying through the air, at that point the, yeah. the fight's over because yeah. you, you have no control then. I remember the first flip he had. It was a, a really small flip. Yeah. And I was like, wait, his system is not working. Great. We right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what I thought. And, and then the next flip came. So, well, if you think <laughs> about it, uh, Hydra is uh, pretty crushable for us yeah. because it's, mm. it's, we can grab it if we uh, could get underneath it. And it's all titanium. So, we're pretty sure we would do some damage uh, to mm. it. Yeah, I mean, you went, you went through Marvin, no problem. So. Yeah, and I seen I seen Hydra open, and it's it's pretty uh, full in there. There's a lot of components, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Only the front is empty, so one grab would be enough to at least disable his weapon um, if we could get him. But those na- yeah, those nasty uh, side skirts. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's, it's certainly um, certainly very impressive. Obviously, I, I really I did like the, the fact that they. Um... Well, first of all, they smashed the the, uh, the timing screen, which was great. <laughs> it's a great shot to, to get you just in there, and then at, like pinning you behind the pulverizer by the commentary. That was great. You know, it was great to see um, 
seeing Chris and Kenny kind of like looking <laughs> looking at Petunia, like you know, trying to wonder if it was it would come down. It was a it was certainly a spectacle. I think this fight, you know, there's no you know with with a flip of that powerful, there's not going to be a you know it's not going not going to be a spectacle at all. Um, no. Yeah. The, 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 the timer scream. I didn't notice until I saw the show yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> I did not know about it. In the moment, but... sometimes that stuff just kind of squeaks by. Oh, yeah. yeah I to must... be fair, when you, you see your robot go flying about 10 feet in the air, it's the last thing you notice. <laughs> yeah, true. The timer scream breaking. True. Um, and, and I want to come to you quickly. You know, obviously, how, do you, how would you rate the fight itself? As a fight, I don't really think we can call it that, really. No offense. <laughs> it was... Um, it was just you guys getting bullied, basically. <laughs> but as a spectacle, it was something else. I mean, I, as much as I love Petunia, I'm sorry, but it did look great seeing it go flying through the air. And uh, it's nice to see, like I said, we said this earlier on in the series, you know, problem is with BattleBots is Bronco was the only real flipper that was actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see something else coming along and showing the world that flippers can do something. It really is. Yeah. I'm hoping that maybe, just maybe, we can maybe hopefully get some more flippers in, some more other weapons in, because otherwise it's just going to be Spin City still. Yeah, yeah. So I do know. I do know gonna... uh, Battle Bot, BattleBots did kind of egg on uh, yeah, Team I, Power. I, I saw that. Yeah, on Twitter, it was, um, you know, they, 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 they dropped them a link saying, "Come and apply then," and then it was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh damn, it's happening!" Bring <laughs> um, Chronic. Bring Chronic. Weren't they meant to be in season one? They were, the, res- they were reserved, I think. That was, I think they, that was it, yeah, was. for season two, I think, uh, they were reserved. Well, anyway, it's it's Chronic and Apollo. It's basically the, the same yeah. robot, yeah. only uh, you can't use CO2 in uh, BattleBots, so yeah, it's you nitrogen, have to it? switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, you guys had a, had a plan going into this. You, you try and, you know, as you say, you try and cr- crush on top and try and get through to some of the um, the nice juicy components inside. Um, were you kind of disappointed with the loss to Hydra? I mean... It, it, at the end of the night, they they're now at three and zero. Yeah, they've been very consistent throughout. Like, like, do you kind of think that's actually quite a good loss considering the the caliber of teams that they've beaten? Or well, we were hoping to have at least more of a fight. Yeah. Uh, not winning it, but uh, Petunia did break uh, after the second flip. I think uh, not the one on the on the the timer, but the, the one after it. Yeah. A wire, a wire inside got cut, and uh, mm-hmm. it also took out our uh, receiver. So mm-hmm. you can see the wheel spinning at the end. It was just fail-safe mode. And um, well, if it lasted for like two minutes fifty, it would be fine, or maybe a judge's decision. Uh, but in the end, it was a nice fight to watch on TV, and it was nice to be in the main show. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I, I felt really bad for you guys because obviously you've had um, obviously this is your third fight of the season. It's the first one that's actually been on Discovery, which is. <laughs> It's a bit of a shame, but um, you know, it, as I say, it was it was good to see you guys, you know, back on the main card. I think it's a bit. I think I think it was a bit unfair that you know you've, you've both been on Science Channel, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, these uh these cut fights obviously have to go somewhere. Yep. Um. Excuses. Yeah. Um. Anything, anything more to add? I mean, it was as I say, it was it was it was a fight of kinds. But you know, Hydra. You know, once they got going, they really you know just dominated. Really. I guess you could say. When Hydra threw Petunia in the air, time just stopped. Yeah, <laughs> it was a Matrix uh, moment. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that was a thinker. That was. Uh, if, if anyone out there got that, you can do. <laughs> leave a comment. There you go. Like do that. <laughs> um, so the next fight was between uh, Yeti and Rainbow. Um, this wasn't a fight. It wasn't a fight. We said it the same. <laughs> it wasn't a fight. <laughs> um, 
One thing I did find interesting to see was that um, Rainbow has actually got two wins. Uh, they, Who did they fight? I think it was an unaired fight. Uh, kind of like... Um, well, yeah. <laughs> kind, kind of like... Um, who was it earlier? It was um, Sidewinder. Inside, yeah. That's the one. But at um, least they told us what they fought, and this is just a mystery. <laughs> so what happened? It'll be on YouTube eventually. And, but I want to know. Oh, I look forward to seeing that after the last time we saw the YouTube specials. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> there was a couple of sneaky good ones in there. Yeah, there were, there were some good ones. Um, yeah, but Basilisk versus Chomp, man. Come that, was, on. that was special. Okay. That was special. Um, yeah, well, back, to the, back to the main fight. Um, anyway. I mean, as you rightly say, there wasn't much of a fight. I mean, Yeti got a great connection, which we criticised Yeti kind of a couple of weeks ago about how when they when they hit something with that drum, it doesn't give that same kind of big big hit that you expect from like... It uh, yeah, it, it grinds rather than catches. And, you know, it, it's, it's a bit underwhelming. This was an underwhelming. This was great. <laughs> this was this, spot on. I'll tell you this one was... thing. Robots this season are making us eat our own words. We said at the beginning that Son of Archie, we didn't, we thought it would live past its prime, yeah. and it's twatted literally almost everything it's come against. Yes. <laughs> and Yeti, now this time around, decides, oh, I'm just going to show those boys up, you know, because yeah. why not? Uh, yeah, I think they, they dropped the forks again for this fight. I didn't notice uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, just straight in with with the big spinner, and uh, well, that's that's working for them. Uh, the the rainbow guys, uh, guys and girls, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it was it was fun to see uh, the fight because at the beginning of the recordings, they had a lot of issues with their uh, transmitter gear, mm -hmm. so they lent my spare transmitter. So every time they fight, I see my transmitter in the, <laughs> in the show, and uh, I know they blew a lot of. Uh, speakled wallers for the weapon. Uh, actually, I was standing right beside them in the outside in the testing area where when one speakled waller just let out the magic smoke. Uh, <laughs> let out yeah. the magic smoke. <laughs> I love I that. Think, I think they also uh, burned uh, a very expensive one they got from maybe Team Hypershock, I'm not sure, but the Trampa. Uh, and yeah, they had an issue with the motor. It just broke all the speakled for lush. So I think they went into the fight without an active weapon uh, this time. Interesting. It's it's a shame because, you know, obviously I, I think um, it was well documented that they kind of had a lot of issues trying to get to BattleBots in the first place with like you know funding and you know trying to you know get get over to the states in the first place was kind of a, a challenge for those guys and for them to turn up and kind of keep, as you say, your own kind of like blowing speed controllers every every fight or even just in testing it's kind of a shame for those guys to have to go through that mm -hmm. but um it just seemed like you know they, they're enjoying their time there at least to think they uh oh know. they did they also made uh, some kind of flock about it it's all in russian but i enjoyed <laughs> i enjoyed it watching it <laughs> they, they, they build a pretty good robot it's, it's uh if if it's up to speed and if everything was working fine it would be a nasty spinner to fight against uh, mm -hmm. i think it's it's got potential. And obviously, you know they've got two wins. You know as as much as you know what you know one was against Nelly. Yes, fair enough. And the other one was untelevised. Fair enough. But it, they've still got two wins. You can't. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Got more know, wins than I got. <laughs> you can you can only beat the opponent that's in front of you. And I think that's yeah. um, it's testament to them. Um, as for Yeti, I think now at two and one, obviously they they lost the bite force. There's no disgrace there. You can't really complain about that. Um, yeah. And two solid wins since then. I think Yeti. I think we kind of all omitted them from our top 16 at the start of the season. I think they're slowly getting into that kind of 
bracket where you think, okay, they they started to put a run together now. You can't. Yeah. You can't write them off. Another, another strong win for them could definitely put them in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think you know they've they've, they've certainly um, turned a few heads. I think again, you know, he, he kind of Yeti goes a lot under the radar. I feel like, and I think this this is a, a good example of like you know getting them back in the spotlight. I think there's crazy because this is a, a bot that was a runner up. It was all it was a reserve that also came. Top four. That'll, not top four. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Semi semifinal appearance in 2016. So it's yeah. it's, it's still machine. dogged and determined, and it's really really good. We just yeah we just missed this one, but there's there, there's one further down the list here that I think we didn't miss, but we'll get to that when we get there. Oh yes, we will. Um, obviously, uh, yes, he moved to, uh, yeah. to two of one. It's um... hoping the Russians figure out their spinner problems because man, I want to see that thing do some damage. Yeah, yeah. I think you know they've. They did all right, you know. They were, at the end of the day, they, they couldn't really do much when Yeti charges right at you either. They've. To be fair, they did. They did cave Nelly's face yeah. in. I mean, what <laughs> they, did, they, did, yeah. <laughs> they did cave Nelly's face in. The next fight sees Scorpios and Tantrum. Um, this was a bit of a slow burner. It, like it took a while for it, the fight to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpios really struggled to get under Tantrum. I think is more a testament to Tantrum than. Uh, than anything yeah. else, they, they they built the machine very low this time, and it, it's it's such a brick as well. You can't really do much to it unless you get under, and they you know Scorpio struggled with that really early on. Mm-hmm. See, the problem with this fight is you got two robots that are very difficult to get a hold of. Yeah, and when you put those two kind of robots against each other, nothing really happens. <laughs> yeah, and they're both well armored. Obviously, both of them have really yeah. shown that they can take hits from heavy opposition. We saw Scorpios in the in the uh, the the Remars event, take some serious damage and yep. still keep going. And then you have Tantrum played a uh, played a good fight against Tombstone last year and only lost a fist or two. And yeah. so I, I mean, th- th- this was this was gonna go three minutes. I just didn't, I I, I just didn't think we we wouldn't see Tantrum's weapon, uh, just not work. It's it, it's it's almost like it's having a hard time getting bite because I've I've talked about this before where. There's a calculation you can do to figure out uh, the optimum speed given the amount of uh, bite that you have on a weapon, and it's 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 it's, it's okay when it's just you're you're worried about your robot's uh, driving speed, but when you also have to worry about this this punching linear actuator, I think it it it, it seems to have complicated it, and it it looked really cool. I remember being super interested with this robot, but now I'm just confused to figure out like what what's the right answer with this kind of design you know what i mean like i i, I like the idea it's just how do you implement it to make it work i think with with tantrum the the, the concept of the the weapon itself is like it's it's very new technology like yeah. it's, it's it's very unto- untested and like untrialed and i think given a season two seasons i reckon they can obviously figure it out and improve upon it from there on in yeah obviously maybe a bit too early at this stage to um to say anything about it yeah, sure. the, the, the first time, the first time I I noticed uh, I saw the robot uh, was at the recording, and I was like, "Damn, that's the most evil thing ever!" Because <laughs> it takes advantage that robots are not well armored on the uh, on the side. Mm. Yeah, so it's as said before, it's a great concept, but uh, we didn't see the full potential as of yet. Uh, I think Aaron is onto something with this mm. design. And it just needs that testing and that, that redesigning, the iterations on it to make it uh, a good robot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the thing is the sh- the chassis and the the, the the drive suffered a lot last season. It wasn't quite at you know full tilt this season. It's been you know silky smooth the whole way through, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the weapon, notwithstanding, you know the the robot itself is now solid. It's, it's not you know it, it's a brick. It's so small and tiny, and it, it's going to take hits forever. Mm-hmm. The weapon obviously. It can be worked on. It's something that can be improved over time, which is good. You know, as, as soon as mm-hmm. they got, obviously they've got the reliability down now, where it's, you know, it's not, it's not struggling against, you know, to go three minutes with a high end machine like Scorpius. You got to think that Tantrum can take this as a kind of an okay loss because I mean Scorpius is at three and zero now. I think they're pretty much yeah. a shoe in for the top sixteen as well. They're, they're looking I very would strong. say so, yes. Yeah, which is very nice to see as well. They're they're yeah. a good. They, they seem like a well oiled team. Wait. Yeah. It's great to see them actually get there this time because last time they were so close, yeah, so close to getting, and they just missed. I think it was only just wasn't it because they ran out of parts or something. They I mean, they, they, they were using they a, a literal angle grinder on, on top of it, weren't <laughs> yeah. they? Instead of a, a weapon. Basically, yeah, they, they ran out. They ran out of discs basically. So it's yeah, nice to see them um, actually potentially getting there because they do deserve it. Yeah. The and only thing again, I can say, yeah, go ahead. One of, very, one of the very few teams undefeated this time around. Yeah. I mean, you know, even even Tombstone is undefeated this time around, so that's that's yeah. a that's no small feat, you know, the way I look at it. Yeah. How high did you rate Scorpius, um, your own? Um, I always uh, thought it was a good robot. It just uh, up until now they had bad luck, and mm. well, it's it's uh, been also improved. Uh, the saw uh, hit, uh, disc thing is is it's massive, big, so. It can deliver a good punch now, and uh, when I saw it, the new version in real life for the first time, I was like, "Well, it's going to be hard to fight." Mm. It's it's like they've just taken that you know they've gone they've gone from like an almost ram to a to a top end machine now. I think Scorpius in this format is it's just going to be so tough to beat because there's no there's nothing to get like it's either wedge or weapon, and if if you get the one killer hit, sure, then fair enough, you right. get it. But there's just not much else you can get. It's so whereas Sawblaze is quite big and bulky, this is so mm-hmm. small and there's no real place you can hit it. It's it's so so difficult to fight. The only thing about uh, Scorpius that I can say negative is that its fights tend to run long. It lacks that that, that early knockout punch. Yeah. And I, I I talked about this. I think uh, I was watching the drop zone last night. I was up. I was awake for the premiere. Ha <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why I was awake at one thirty Eastern. Um, Steven gets some sleep. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I noted there that uh, it's just, it, it lacks that killer blow. And I think that's going to hurt it late on, you know, where it's going to come up against something that has that. And I mean, it's it's durable durable as heck, but say it goes to the judges and I just don't think it's going gonna, to gonna do it. But you never know. I could be wrong. And I'd love to be wrong because Scorpius is fantastic and it got screwed in season two when it got stuck in the screws um i just noticed that was punny uh <laughs> hashtag uh, hashtag still bitter. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway i do hope i do hope they get a, a top 16 spot I don't, I don't i don't see them not getting one maybe a little lower down probably the bottom eight maybe possible i don't know maybe that's a little bit too low but just just because it just because its fights have gone longer and i think it's yeah. it, 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 it it's it lacks that that domination early on in a fight i mean the, the damage domination, like it's, it's it's not that the the weapon isn't effective. I'm rambling. Stop me. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's Scorp- Scorpius. Yeah. They've, they've they've gone they've gone a long way. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Um, 
we'll move on to uh, a rematch, I suppose, of, of some kinds, but like, it, this, this fight came first, so... The yeah. prequel. It's the yeah. prequel. The prequel, there you go, that'll do, uh, between Bronco and Free Shipping. Um, Bronco? Oh. Bronco. What Bronco, 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 Bronco. Well, you own, you might know. What happened? <laughs> well, in, in, in the post-interview, they, they mentioned it was material uh, weakness. Titanium was weak. Yeah. But when uh, they hold up the flip arm, you could see it was the welds. Uh, okay. Maybe something went wrong with welding, preheating. Uh, titanium is hard to weld. Uh, yeah. I, I can't weld anyway, so <laughs> never <laughs> tried titanium. <laughs> It's, it's just, um, I think I heard uh, someone say, uh, Bronco is not at the A game right now. They show up, they do the thing, and they're missing the passion and the, the finesse to win uh, the match. Yeah, this I, year. Can, I, can, I can see what you mean, because like, you look at this fight with free shipping, I mean, obviously we saw in the uh, in the Remars event how they, they kind of dominated the fight, but it, obviously losing your flipper blade tends to skew the match against you a little bit but you know the, the, even the fight against Bite Force where that you know Bite Force just picked them apart bit by bit there was no aggression mm-hmm. and with with Bronco in, in this fight you know they, I, I liked how they did try and you know they, they did the tactic they did against um, was it Razorback back in season 2 where they go backwards yeah. into them try and use the you know the, the back end as like a forward hinge flipper if you like yeah and the, and, the secret foreign hinge flipper we didn't know about yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it was it was yeah but they didn't go like try and go underneath it they just kind of position themselves to a point where like free shipping was afraid to go in yeah sure but like where's the aggression coming from they're not trying to win the fight which kind of confuses me a little bit i don't know maybe, maybe i'm reading too much into it i just i just think bronco's lacking something now i don't know maybe yeah they, 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 well, they, 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 well yeah that too they're lacking, they're lacking <laughs> the well um, they're gonna go back to an older older arm apparently according to that that post post fight interview yeah. So ho- hopefully, whatever happened in this fight never happens again, because yeah. it's a shame to see a robot without a weapon. It's yeah. it, it, gonna... it was clear that they were crippled in this fight after that. So they're gonna come in rearmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about free shipping a little bit. Yes. Can we talk about the flames? Yes. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> yes. The pyromaniac. It's bloody lovely. You know, coming from a pyromaniac's point of view. Yeah. Maybe a little inside info that didn't make the show, but uh, there are rules to flames. Uh, yeah, I heard about this. And, and, and also, uh, you are not supposed to fire up against the arena wall because mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, it will damage it or weaken it. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, they got serious, uh, well, not disqualified, but... A telling uh, off. They, yeah, yeah, they, they were. <laughs> if, if, if they did this again uh, with this amount of flames, I, I've seen a picture there. They were, the flames were reaching the ceiling of the, of the of the arena in the end when they showed up. The the flames. I think and, they. Um, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they posted on Twitter at BattleBots. They said um, it, flames can't go over four feet. I think it's something like that. And um, Good. and then this, they said over four feet. Yeah, and it was it was it was over four feet, but you know it was it was great to watch. It was great. To how high, how high, how tall is the battle box? I can't remember. It's small. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's smaller than the Robot Wars arena, isn't it? I'm, I'm oh, fairly yeah, sure yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely. Yeah. I, I don't know how tall it is. Because so. yeah. Britain is bigger and more superior. Uh, yeah. But anyway, everything's bigger in the USA, um, right? I want to talk about uh, free shipping um, in a sense that I'm so happy they got a win. A good one. A good a win. A really good win. A really good, good win. win. Yeah. Um, you know they're at one and two. 
another win could they sneak in? I think they can. If a win against Bronco, that's a that's a big scale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they've only lost to Yeti. <laughs> they lost to Yeti and Hydra. Hydra's currently at three and zero, and Yeti's two and one, and lost to Bite Force. That's a, that's fairly good losses, I'd say. And consider the, and consider the big consider the big competitor as well. Yeah. Um, I I'd say if it was a big win, yeah, but it's a big win if you think it if you think of Broncos' past success. You know what I mean? But if yeah, you just yeah, think of this no, tournament, yeah, I, I, agree, I agree. That's a this, this is a huge win. I'm saying if it was to do two and two, the second one would also have to be a big win. Is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. The, and yeah. if it did just sneak in, it'd be like it would, I think no no because you know how 15. much I love Gary Jen and you know yeah, how much I love 15, free shipping. 16, I think it would definitely be a lower lower eight. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think, I think so. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just relieved that they actually got away because I actually predicted them to win the whole competition. So that's, yeah. that's good. It's good for me at least. I'm saving some face now. This is how it felt for me, Sam, when I predicted Pulsar. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, it, you know, it, it was a good win, and I think they, yeah, you know, the, the driving skill of Gary Jin really showed in this. You know, just outmaneuvering yeah. Bronco the whole fight. This is the way I thought the Remars match was going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's pretty much nothing else to say about that. So we'll move on to Valkyrie and Monsoon. Now, uh, we weren't going to have Leanne on tonight. Uh, however, she's a bit uh, preoccupied with some travels of some kind, so uh, she's not, not available. But, How dare um, she have a life up uh, I, I know, you know. Honestly, you know, we, we, you know, beside the point. Beside the point. Anyway, um, I do feel very bad for Monsoon because I, I, uh, I spoke to Tom a little bit about this, you know, and... Um, I believe the first hit from Valkyrie uh, broke the weapon motor, <laughs> which kind of finished the match then and there, really, because there there's not... Monsoon's really not an optimised design for, like, pushing things around. I did appreciate the effort nonetheless, mm-hmm. but it just yeah. didn't happen for them. There's an issue with Monsoon. It's it's definitely... There's no offence to Tom or anything, but it's definitely a one that's built weapon first, everything yeah. else later sort of thing. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. They had a bit of. Uh, they had a one-time uh, transmitter drop in the in, in the beginning of the fight. They were driving around, and then you can see Monsoon stop for like a second, turning a bit, and that was the point. Valkyrie came in and uh, hit the weapon motor. Tom also said that to me. Yeah. So, if they didn't have that issue, that was a really turning point in the match because, uh, well, the rest of the match it was spectacular. This yeah. is also the fight that convinced our team, Petunia, to go with brushless drive because Monsoon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Monsoon was driving brushless. Yeah. And after this fight, I was convinced. I'm like, oh, we should upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see um, Valkyrie perform as well. Like they've over the last couple of seasons, they've kind of flattered us even a little bit in a sense that you know. It, if one thing's working, the other thing's not, so the drive would work, but the weapon's not. I know they put this kind of resin over the tyres, um, borrowed from Ribot, and it seemed to help the drive a lot. They had a lot more grip than what they normally do. Mm. Um, I was, I, you know, this this was a solid win for them, and I think, as much as, you know, Monsoon were very unlucky, I think Valkyrie took advantage where, you know, there was a there was a, a weakness and they took it, essentially. Yeah. I, I, think they, I think they did well. Yeah, I mean, that's the idea of the game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, monsoon one and two. What do we think? <laughs> it's it's not looking good, is it? It's not no, looking it's had, good. It's had a couple of matches now where it's gotten completely just wrecked. Uh, yeah, and I, I think I think, it's, I think yeah. they need a big win. They need a big yeah. win. Yeah, they need to go up to Tombstone <laughs> and just hit it and die, kill it in one shot, and then they might get in. But you know, 
Yeah, well, um, well. But, uh, what's Valkyrie at now? I can't, I two and one. Can't remember. Two and one. Two and one. So I mean, they've they've not exactly what you call slouches. I mean, they've taken out a top eight robot in Monsoon yeah. from the last season. Yeah. Uh, who else was they taking out? Felt, my no, men- Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I mean, yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> it, you know, a win's a win. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ted. No, no. <laughs> Val- Valkyrie's got. I think it's again much like. Um... Much like Yeti's kind of playing itself in now to a point where, okay, the loss against Hypershock, fair enough, Hypershock's doing very well. Yeah, Valkyrie's getting Hypershock. to a point now where you kind of think, mm, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I mean, it's, it's even tougher this season to predict who's going to make it into that top 16 bracket. Yeah. yeah. Last season, we, we, towards the end, by, by the Desperado tournament, we sort of kind of knew who was going to be there, and lo and behold, they were there. But this time it's still really difficult because a lot of robots have got the same amount of victories as each other, and it's quite it's difficult. To, it's very tight. To, yeah, it is. I mean, I, I mean, obviously there's a couple that are pretty much guaranteed, like Bite Force, and uh, I think Scorpios. Now, I think we can all agree on that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know. Which doctor? Maybe, maybe, maybe which doctor? Yeah, and probably even Hypershock. Now I think about it. Yeah, maybe. They, they, they've had a really good season this time around. So, but mm-hmm. the, but there's still it's a it's lot kind of like more. That, that... You know, it's that bottom eight that I just can't call. Like the top eight, okay, you got Death Roll and things like that in there, but like bottom eight, it's just it's a who's who. Yeah, it's it's, who's you know. who. I mean, Daisy Cutter still has a chance. Uh, no, no let's, let's not talk about Daisy Cutter. <laughs> 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 we're, we're off the air. <laughs> um, let's talk about the uh, the last not fight, uh, which was Chronos and Copperhead. Um, <laughs> not the one fight. big hit. It was a great hit. It was a mighty hit. It was a very... I think we all kind of said it was very reminiscent of the um, Son of Wachi hit that they got with Poison Arrow a couple of years ago. Um, Copperhead looked really wrecked. Proud. Copperhead was wrecked after this. Like, Do you see the drum was, was kind of hanging out and everything? His drum was <laughs> annihilated. His drive was gone. But I will say this. Um, shout out to World of Woodrow. He did a uh, video describing this battle. And I agree with him on this, actually. The crab walk wasn't considered... <sighs> Full movement here. Well, I was, was going to ask. Other robots this season have done that. I and was going to ask you around about this because obviously, you know, um, I think Petunia was kind of doing the same thing against Warhawk, were they not? Um, yes, no, in Warhawk we had uh, the issues and we decided to stop moving because yes. we, we couldn't get there and only could get more damage. But yeah. I, I do agree that it's a bit of inconsistency uh, overall uh, in the fights. But then again, both weapons were down, and it would not really be a fight anymore. No, it, it, it would be Chronos kind of bumping against Copperhead, really, wouldn't it? I, I think yeah. if Copperhead's weapon was still driving and he was prep walking uh, that way, so he would have a lot more movement, then, then they would allow it. But in this case, there was no weapon, and it was really slow movement. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, th- I think for the, for the sake of the audience, I think it was it was better... <laughs> I mean, if, yeah. if we remember back to, was it PP3D and Eruption, when they just kind of did oh, this for, for three minutes? <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't know. We don't bring yeah. that up, Sam. Yeah. We, yeah. Don't, we don't mention we'll, we'll that one. That was, that was ass. It was bad. <laughs> so for this, I think for the sake of the viewer and the audience, I think it was good that Copperhead got counted out. Obviously, I can, I can understand that, but I just don't like the lack of consistency yeah, I, myself. I, I think, it being yeah. a person who believes in fair, especially considering, you know, Bite Force also was doing that crab walk thing against Yeti and didn't get counted out. Yeah. But the Yeti was moving perfectly fine and had solid weapon. I think is Copperhead, Copperhead in its fight against Ruff was was gyroing around, you know. So that like that that's yeah. I, I, I mean, they had, right? they, had, they had the weapon, didn't they? I suppose so. That's, that's true. Something. 
I think it's just I a case because of, of in, in, it had a bit more movement. Maybe, uh, maybe that's yeah. what it was. I don't know. I think so. I I, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to think in future if I don't know, like maybe in future, like if, if there's like a hard okay, if you're crab walking, that's that's no good. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. Like maybe that'll start right. become a thing a bit more in the future. But I thought that was the hard rule. You know, like I thought there were like, yeah. like the, the fact that like mm-hmm. that BattleBots had a different uh, approach, look on diff, different approach to that because you know in the uh, of course the damn. Uh, I hopefully you don't hear that beeping in the background. We just have a uh, smoke alarm decide to oh, my batteries. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it, it, it when when you uh, fight insect classes, you crab walk, you're okay. But uh, battle boss doesn't think the same way. But uh, I mean, we we can argue about rules forever. But I mean, I I think it was in the best interest of the audience that this fight ended the way it did. I don't think <laughs> Copperhead Copperhead was not coming back from this. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, Kronos gets his first win. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah, to be yeah, fair, while it, was, whilst, it wasn't, yeah. whilst it wasn't much of a fight, it was an impressive win. Yes. Yeah, against solid opposition. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Copperheads, okay, they haven't really lived up to their potential this time around, but they are still considered a reasonable threat. Yeah. And it was done in one hit, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Can't really complain about that. Um, we'll move on to the main event, which sees Bite Force and Hypershock fighting for the third time now, I think, in modern BattleBots. Um... Mm. Bite Force uh, currently it's two and zero, oh, and uh, well they made it three. To be honest, yeah. that, that's that's what happened. <laughs> they, they, they they went three and zero oh by going three and zero oh against Hypershock. Yeah, they did, and I have to say, Plastic. massive credit to Hypershock. Massive credit to Hypershock. Yes, they actually survived this time. They did, and as well as that, they you know I think they were, you know, towards the end, they, obviously they they lost the wedge, they lost the wheel, whatever, but they were you know they were still trying, and yes, oh yeah. You know, Bite Force, I mean, John, I want to bring you in here quickly. Like, obviously, Bite Force is a machine where you can't take it lightly. Like, no. Would, if, if you were in the position that Hypershock were in, would you keep going in for the kill or. Oh, I was, I was like, stop already, stop. Already. <laughs> stop, he's already dead. <laughs> uh, but, uh, to all fairness, uh, yeah, if the opponents keep moving, you keep attacking. And, and we all decided to go all in and. I had the same in, uh, it's not the same uh, 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 weight loss, but I had the same in, in, in a fight uh, with featherweights. And I was encouraging my opponent to keep on hitting in the hope he would magically die. <laughs> so that's always the thing, but not with Bite Force. Bite Force doesn't <laughs> randomly die. So yeah. No. Um, it was a great match to watch. And the thing is, uh, Bite Force, the team, Paul, they're so tuned in. Everything is so perfect, uh, and 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 they don't push anything in their robot to the limits. Like Hypershock is using the brushless drive uh, with insane speed, and Bite Force is fast, but it's just moderate fast. He doesn't overfold the motors. He uses basic components, and I think that's his, his secret. He's just keep everything in in the specs and don't push the limits and. Just have a really reliable robot, and yeah, I it, think we could have, we could have won this. I think I think you're right. I mean, they were getting underneath Hype Bite Force, which is very rare, very rare yeah. that Bite Force loses and, the ground and, game. And at the beginning, they were getting some good hits in on the side. Yeah, and uh, they did manage to cause their mobility to suffer a little bit. They did. But Bite but Bite Force is one one of these annoying robots where annoying in a good way, obviously. But you hit it a few <laughs> times. And then it just gets that one hit it needs, and then that's it. And then and then, and then the fight's there from that point onwards. Yeah, um, I think, uh, I think but... Paul just keeps calm and just keeps fighting. And 
the, he seems so relaxed while while standing there. Of course, the, of course, inside maybe stuff is happening, but he's just so he's calm. Ice cold, isn't he? he that's, is what, ice cold. that's what's yeah. annoying about him. I think is that he, he looks like he makes it look easy. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get in his head. It's just it's impossible. Like, that, it, I don't know. The, the guy just maybe maybe he's part machine as well. Who knows? But uh, you know, this this fight you know indicates to me how far Hypershock's come because every season so far. The remit's been on. Hypershocks. I think it's fair to say it's fl- they've flattered to deceive because the, the machine for, goes like absolute crazy for the first yeah, fight definitely. or two, and then it mm-hmm. just kind of peters out. And you just think, oh well, Hypershock's got all Hypershock again. They've got this consistency and this run going now, where they they've not broken down yet. Touchwood. Mm-hmm. They keep going in. I think they've really. I think Will Bell's really matured a lot with this this new machine. I think yeah. they've got a real solid base with the last seasons on obviously they've adapted it and made it better this year i i think they've they can obviously a loss to bite force i mean you know does it you know you're not going to bat an island at that really are you let's be real Mm -hmm. i I, Um, I just think they've got got a a lot more to be looking for i mean obviously last season was so tough for them as well i don't know what what do you guys think yeah i I, you know this is um showing that they can do it i mean the fact that i mean i'm gonna say this now this is easily bite force's hardest fight well, yeah. since, since since their fight against Chomp, I'd say. Yeah, this 11 yeah. win streak they'd be going on, this was the hardest one. Definitely. And uh, that's that, you know, again, I mean, that there is in itself a win as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Even the final against say. Minotaur last year wasn't really much of a challenge for Bite Force. No, uh, it steamrolled everything last season, didn't it? Didn't give anything a chance, really. No. And um, I, I do think that I mean, it's nice to see that he decided to take the design he had and just tweaked it instead of completely rebuilding it and changing it again mm-hmm. and i think that it's it's definitely paid off it really really has it's got yeah. a great chance for a top 16 spot definitely I think, yeah. good fight. I think it's i think it's going to get it it's only lost this season is to the reigning champion yeah you can't i mean i depending on how easy it is to fix and that that extra fight they have i honestly mm-hmm. can't really see them not making it and probably top tier as well yeah, if they go three and one, maybe. Like take Mike Tyson into the twelfth round, you know, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. You're obviously Definitely. you've obviously seen the fight itself. You know, how, from from your perspective, how how do you beat Bite Force? <laughs> it's, an easy, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an easy question to you take kind of the think battery about, right? out of his transmitter and you win. <laughs> yeah, you say, you say, Paul, look over there. What? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Oh, we had this talk uh, with the team uh, recently. How do you beat uh, the, the the top robots? And we went into the the Hydra fight, and let's say it was Fight Force. Like, well, we're gonna lose this, and this is the wrong attitude. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, convince yourself you're gonna win it. <laughs> I think I think most if if your robots like Hypershock, it was running fine. Uh, of course, it got damaged, but it's a nasty spinner, so. With the right mindset, that's a big part, and just um, mirror Bite Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bite Force takes it slow. He drives slow. He can drive fast, but he takes his time to align his robot and keeps his nose uh, at the opponent and just takes his shots and not go in blind and all Leroy Yankin style <laughs> as attacking. <laughs> just. Keep your cool, and I think keep your cool is is, is the hard part because uh, I have not driven a robot in the battle box. I have only done weapons uh, mm-hmm. so far, 
but the adrenaline, the nerves, everything, uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. And when you watch Paul pre-fight, he's just sitting there playing his music on his headphones, mm -hmm. totally zoned <laughs> out. Uh, I, I think that's a part of it. Uh, just keep cool. Yeah. Keep cool. Keep cool for bike force. And I think that's uh, quite a nice place to uh, leave it off. I have to say, your own. And, thank and you. And bribe the judges. <laughs> bribe the judges. <laughs> um, own thank you so much for joining us. Um, I, I, I'm going to leave a link to your YouTube channel because if you ever want to build a combat robot, your own is the guy to watch. Like, yeah. He's got his great guide on, uh, I think, was it, was it the bash you, you were building? Yeah, but I, I, still, I still have not finished Finish it. So. Finish it. Because <laughs> I want to see the rest of it. It's great. It's, a great, it's honestly have... a fantastic guide. All this footage laying around, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna edit this someday. Yeah. Make it, make it happen. I want to see the rest of it. It's great. It's honestly it's, such a great watch, and it's you know, yeah. you, you know, you've obviously thanks all the experience you've gained over the years. It's just, it's just great to see, like you know, because everyone goes goes into like myself recently, kind of getting into building machines as well. It's it's so difficult to kind of find a find a start point. I think you you are like you offer that start point quite well, so. Thank you. Yeah, I, Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can, I stick, can I stick something in, in here, Sam? Of course you can. So, uh, for those of you who are aware or or, or unaware, uh, we had a voting for the Combat Robot Hall of Fame. We did. It just happened recently. And the results just came out today. All right. Okay. So, full membership in the 2019 Hall of Fame. We have Bite Force. Mm -hmm. Finally. Silent Spring. So, and then the honorable mention goes to Bayamoth, Huge, and Spectre. Good choices. Yeah. Spectre only got honorable mention. Holy Jesus! Okay. I know. I thought I thought Bayamoth would get in this year, but just and just not Bayamoth. yet. <laughs> Poor Bayamoth. <laughs> um, <laughs> just can't make it. Another thing as well. Yeah, Killer hurts in there. <laughs> <laughs> another thing I want to mention is um, next week is uh, oh, no, not next week. Next week's fine. Two weeks time is uh, Robo Nerd. Um, yeah. We don't oh, really oh. know what we're going to do while we're there, because obviously we're there while uh, BattleBots is on. We'll probably record something while we're there. Let us know what you want to see. I mean, we can have a look around and see, you know, do like a bit of a... Like yeah, we could do. We could do. So um, let us know what you want to see from, uh, from RoboNode yeah. while we're there. It gives us a bit of time to prep something. Definitely, yeah. Um, well, we'll say we, me and Sam. Yeah, Steve is American. I'm American. stuck here. Oh, yeah, you, you're out of you coming. <laughs> I, I am coming also, yeah. Excellent. Oh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> we'll I'm uh, bringing the uh, hold my beer. You're well chuffed with that. I, oh, um, your beetle ate tough as nails. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I love oh, that. Yes. It's, it's great. Sorry, uh, anyway. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm actually nerdgasming right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so with, um, with that said, uh, I've been Sam at 64. I've been Anson912, the Rotwars Guru. I've been Steve, the American Killjoy. And I've been Jeroen, the Dutch guy. <laughs> and we'll see you, uh, well, the three of us will see you uh, next week for the 11th episode of uh, BattleBots 2019. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Toodah.